Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into Ticket Weeknights. I am Harrison Arns here with Sophia McClelland and Kimsey Davis here on Talking Tens. Uh, we were kind of talking about a little bit of Sophia's background. She is from California, transferred to UNL for gymnastics. Um, it's pretty good on the beams, apparently. So that will be great to see. So if you're a gymnast, uh, you'll definitely want to check out the transfer. Uh, when is your guys' first meet? January. January. You'll definitely want to check that out in January. Uh, see some of the new faces on the roster. But we were talking over the break a little bit about the schedule and how crazy it can be for student athletes. I wanted to ask you guys, how do you find a way to manage mental health when you are a student and then you're an athlete and then you also need to make money? Like you said, you had to pick up a job because you're like, well, a little bit short on cash here. How do you make it work without losing your head? Uh, Well... That's a good question. I'm like, I don't, we just had the same look on our face. Um, that's a super important and good question mm-hmm. for me. Uh, my, I was just actually talking to my parents the other day. My mom said something that was very true, which was that I actually do better when I'm like juggling more balls. Like I kind of do yeah. better when there's more on the line and I have things to do because I can be really productive. I feel like when I don't have a lot going on is when I start to like sit alone in my thoughts or my feelings and like overanalyze everything. Yep. And I'm sure that some other people can feel the same way. Um, just finding like an area that's stress-free and makes me happy. Um, I mean, usually that's gym. Gym is a safe space for me kind of away from school because school is our job like school is our yeah. is our work. students first um but then sometimes gym can bring you challenges as well mm-hmm. um so having like an extra place to kind of escape that so for me i know we've mentioned before in the show but it's definitely music like playing guitar or like being able to create like create something or just express something um like artistically even like dance um those are areas that i find like a physical like release of just emotion that kind of like can bring me clarity sometimes absolutely what about you Sophia yeah so mental health is kind of something that um kind of came unexpected to me of like how serious I would have to take it Mm -hmm. um going into college um and I talked to my parents about it like all the time about like the actual transition from like going to like high school or club gymnastics to like college is like so insane and I feel like not a lot of people talk enough about it Mm -hmm. and I've also noticed like there's not a lot of like resources that I've found that talk about it or like to help prepare people for it um but I think like ways that I've kind of found to help cope with it is um journaling I journal like a lot um that's usually like the first thing that I do when I'm like having like a mental breakdown or something that probably helps though get your thoughts on paper maybe when you read a few you're like okay some of these are crazy like I can fix this in five minutes yeah and then um I also go to therapy too um so I'm like super vocal about like my mental health and stuff like that um and I'm not like shy to kind of like find ways to kind of get help for myself Mm -hmm. um and I like to think that I'm a mental health advocate Um, Like, I really like looking at, like, posts on, like, social media about, like, um, you know, like, just quotes during the day that kind of help people, like, get through their day or just, like, remind people of, like, 
good things that they can find in their life and stuff like that so I really like like reposting those Mm -hmm. and like following those accounts and like trying to find more of those I think that's like another way to kind of like help me kind of keep my sanity like even just like daily no I'm glad you said that too and honestly this is a good question for the Sarder Heyman text line like if you guys are ever going through just absolute mental angst in your head uh what are some of the ways you guys find a way to get out of that you can have to start a hammer text line 402-464-5685 but yeah no i'm glad you said that you, you do go to a therapist because like i feel like today we're finally getting to a point where that's fine like right. no one i mean you got your brain for the rest of your life mm-hmm. you, i mean you might as well make sure that's running fine yeah and even if like you go to a therapist it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you it just means you need a venue to talk or right. it feels good to talk and let that stuff out right um and especially with you guys being student athletes there's just so much on your plate you graduate high school you probably gotta get all new friends all new schedule all new system a lot can get wrapped around your head pretty fast but no that's mm-hmm. that's good that you said that but i didn't want to ask that because every time i talk to student athletes i hear you guys schedules and i'm like how do you keep your head on straight mm-hmm. there's just so much going on yeah. luckily i feel like as i mentioned before i kind of I guess, like, a rise in those situations, but it's still hard to ride that constantly. Like, inevitably, you're going to break at some point. Mm -hmm. But that was a really good question to ask for her because I know um, that she is, like, a mental health advocate, and she's even vocalized with us uh, just, like, that, I don't know, you've been vulnerable enough to Mm -hmm. share just that, like, sometimes you go through it as well. And um, I think that's really important to come in here and, like, know who you are and know what's important to you. Um, I mean, I see, like, sports, like, bi-weekly so I go like once every two weeks um just as like maintenance I guess as needed and I find that beneficial as well and I think that a lot of people in um our like sports as student athletes uh find it as well and utilize mm-hmm. that so hopefully that's another resource you can find we also have like the CAPS program mm-hmm. um and yeah we just have a lot of like amazing staff around as well so. I was gonna say isn't UNL trying to push pretty hard too and like having more mental health resources available for athletes mm-hmm. it's actually um i don't know if you have heard of sac yet but i'm sure every a lot of schools have sac but mm-hmm. um so sac is kind of where the student athletes it's like student athlete advisory committee you can kind of come and um bring like be the bridge between faculty and staff and the students and find like what's not working well or what is working well Mm -hmm. um so we have they call them like subcommittees um and we have a mental health subcommittee so we actually uh if you're like the president in that that's not my subcommittee but if you're the president or you are involved in that then you kind of come up with ideas with how we can initiate things in the department of athletics like we'll do like a meditation uh session there's like yoga stuff or sometimes there's just like a night like a mental health night um I don't really know depending on what they want to include in that but Mm -hmm. trying to like raise awareness and help everybody feel included Mm -hmm. so that's you know that represents just in SAC alone and then we have inner circle we have a bunch of other programs in place in the department and a whole team of sports psych people so that's good those are things you kind of hope to hear because finally that stigma is kind of for most I feel like it's kind of going down the drain it's like Mm -hmm why the hell wouldn't you talk to someone if you're, you know, if you're struggling or even if you're not struggling, just having another outlet. Uh, But I also want to ask you guys, you're talking about doing some of the mental health and the resources you have available. Um, Is there one in particular that really works for you? Cause I honestly love yoga. I get to just like stretch it. I'm not going to do the crazy stuff, but just like laying down on the ground, just stretching out. That always Mm -hmm. works really well for me. Um, I would say probably more like journaling, Mm -hmm. like what you said. Um, 
I mean, I love to talk. I can always talk, but it's still hard to pull out the hard things yeah. to talk about. Yeah. Um, but I also journal. I just don't really do it so consistently, mm-hmm. but, um, I kind of like that as well because it's physically on paper and you can kind of like look back to things mm-hmm. you were feeling. And I, I just think that it kind of gives you hope of like, Oh, this is what I was feeling mm-hmm. then. And like, I don't even remember that happening or at least that's how it is for me. I know that's not the case for everybody. Um, it's valid either way, but it kind of shows me that like you can always move forward and that you're not in the same position as you once were. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of do like the same thing. I think journaling, um, has been like the best thing mm-hmm. that I found that works for me. Um, and like you said, like, it's kind of nice to be able to like flip through the pages and kind of see like where I was at, at this point in my life and then kind of compare it to where I'm at now. Like, even if I still feel like I'm struggling, like at this point in my life, like I can still look back and like, see like, no, like I have made progress Mm -hmm. and like, I'm, I am making steps and continuing to make steps to kind of like get to like a better place. Um, but yeah, I think journaling is something that works for me because I like also struggle with like translating like my thoughts in my head into like words to like actually use and I just feel like I get my thoughts out so much better and so much clearer and so much more accurate to like what is going on in my head when I'm like writing them down on paper yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely and I did want to ask you um because you seem super confident about it now but was there ever a point where you were like I don't really want to tell people that I journal or I go to therapy were you always like this is totally normal i'm going to be an advocate for it or was there a step in your life where you're like i'm a little nervous about being open about this yeah um so i mean i didn't really get like into like really being an advocate until Mm -hmm. like this last year um at byu um i think my mental health kind of like got worse when i went there um and so like i was really at a point where i was just like constantly struggling Mm -hmm. so I was just always trying to like find ways or find outlets or find something really anything to help um and then I finally like just kind of gave in and got more comfortable with like using my voice and like asking for help or calling my dad if I'm having like a bad night and like I think also it kind of has like a little bit to do with gymnastics because like you're taught from such a young age to be independent and discipline mm-hmm. and like obedient no no obedience right <laughs> no 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 sorry kind and of. just like kind of obey like everything like your coaches are telling yeah. you because yeah, it's do like what you're told and don't right. like question it or open your mouth or anything yeah like you just do yeah and i mean like we would get in trouble for like laughing like Ugh. waiting to go on our turn and i'm like okay like yeah. this seems a little extreme but like just kind of like I don't want to say being bred that way, but just growing up in an environment that was, like, so serious and, like, so intense, I think it kind of, like, made me scared to, like, speak up or, like, ask for help and stuff because then it was, like, oh, like, you're weak or, like... It's not on the script to say that. Yeah, or it's not normal or I don't know. No, that makes sense. Um, I do want to switch gears a little bit here, but I'm glad we did talk about that. Um, When you were over there in Utah... You weren't doing, you were doing gymnastics there, correct? Yes, I And was. then in that process, you were thinking about almost being done. Mm-hmm. What led you to deciding, you know what, I still really love the sport. I'm going to continue to pursue it. Um, I think just because I'm like a super aspirational person. Like I've always had like big dreams and big goals since mm-hmm. I was little. And like, 
I'm also super stubborn. Like, <laughs> and I just like could not get myself to let go of like not fulfilling what I feel like is my job, like with the sport. Like I feel like I'm meant to do great things in gymnastics in a collegiate career. I, I feel like I'm meant to compete three events or eventually all around in gymnastics like that's just something that I've always kind of envisioned for myself Mm -hmm. and ultimately at the end of the day like I just I couldn't let go of the thought of not doing that like you're a competitor right you got some of that competitive blood and you you just didn't want to quit yeah and I felt like if I if I closed that chapter of my life now um I don't think I would have closed it in the right way for myself so I think I would have always kind of lived with that like regret or wonder like what if I still did it or what if I kept going no well I'm glad you decided to keep going because yeah (laughs) Yeah. that was that was heartwarming (laughs) but no that's great because uh like you said January first meet being that Mm -hmm. month what was the day again uh I don't know the first or second week of January first or second week of January you'll be able to see Sophia perform and uh, good thing you kept going with Definitely. it because now we'll get we got another uh, a beamer as Kinsey likes to say <laughs> we got another stud on the roster so that'll be good to see um, and I know Kinsey was homeschooled for a bit or was the whole time or just uh, bits no, and pieces just, yeah just yeah how about bit. you were you homeschooled as I well? I was also homeschooled <laughs> yeah I was homeschooled from fourth to seventh grade and then um, eighth grade through senior year I did like a hybrid prog- program where I like went to school for like three maybe four periods of the mm-hmm. day and then the other like two or three classes i did them like independent study kind of and this is for gymnastics right yeah. just so everyone understands because yep. i didn't know that either and i was like <laughs> why are all these gymnasts homeschooled and <laughs> i was like you have to get that training in early yeah yeah i was when i was um homeschooled that was when i was training from like one to eight mm-hmm. six days a week so was that pretty brutal when you were growing up having to be that all in on gymnast all the yeah, time yeah like i I remember, like, when I was little, like, always, like, telling people or telling my mom, like, I just want to be, like, a normal kid. Like, (laughs) just a normal kid. Like, whatever that meant, like, I wanted to do that. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to have to, like, sacrifice everything. Like, it felt at the time, like, everything (laughs) in the world to, like, go to practice and stuff. But, um, yeah. Well, when I was in sixth grade, I remember... Uh, I my middle school started really late. It started at like nine in the morning, oh. which is really late. That's for school. really late. And they didn't get out till like four fifteen. And my um, gym had started at four, so I would get out at like three forty-five, which it was only a half an hour early, like all said and done. But I remember like all my teachers were notified. Like it was a whole thing. My mom told yeah. the school. Um, and luckily we were on like a quarter system. So my last class switched every quarter. So I wasn't just skipping like one class the entire year. Mm -hmm. It would rotate. Um, but I remember just like, it was so seriously, so vividly like grabbing my bag and like sneaking out and everybody just (laughs) looking at me like, how is this possible? Like she's just leaving early, but it was like what we had to do to get to practice. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing with gymnasts. That's it's, you guys have to start early and it just, helps you guys a lot in the long run so did you have your own personal coach too that you constantly saw or was it like a rotating room of different Um, coaches so it was like we would call it like groups like we would have different groups of girls that we would train with so like um my group it was like there's probably like five of us six of us Mm -hmm. um and then we would work with like our head coach and then um yeah, we would pretty much it's like a private kind of is what we call it like private session where it's Mm -hmm. like one-on-one um but it's like with a few other girls and it's more like, I guess, 
dedicated to like or catering to like right. our specific needs yeah yeah with that being said that we do got to throw it to break here um this is harrison arns i'm here with sophie mcclelland and kinsey davis on talk intense we will be back right after this <laughs> 